Hi, on this week's Mythbusters, I'm Mark Scott, CEO and founder of Bella and Duke, and I'm with the wonderful, glorious, good-looking Rowan Sanderson. Hello, Rowan. Good morning, Mark. What are we talking about today, Mark? I think we're going to cover uh, the top five reasons of why people don't do raw or why they maybe don't continue with raw. Exactly. Today, we are going to explore some myths about raw and why you can all feel good about it. So the main reason, I've got this list here uh, I got from our custom service team, uh, and it's good feedback. And we also see this on Facebook and other places. We really want to bust these myths. The first one being bacteria and contamination. Uh, interesting, I spoke to somebody at the weekend. They've been feeding raw to their dog for three years. They read an article somewhere, I think it was on some vet's Facebook page, that don't feed your dog raw because they, they'll become more uh, dangerous to people who are slightly ill or have immune issues themselves. So I thought I'd pick this up, Rowan, because she, she was really now worried about feeding the dog raw until I explained to her, hmm, does your dog go outside? <laughs> so let's look at this. This is actually crackers when we think about it. Bacteria and contamination, easily the number one reason that people are actually scared of raw. One, there's bacteria on everything. Bacteria, there's more bacteria on your dog than the dog has cells in its body. That is something you have to accept, and it's the same thing for humans. Bacteria is our first line of defense. We want bacteria. And in fact, families who have pets have better immune systems because of the bacteria from their dog. So the point is, you want to influence it with the best type of bacteria, and that is found in raw. If you leave it for something from ultra-processed food, the bacteria which actually thrive on sugars and mutilated proteins are not so friendly. So if you're going to have some soldiers, get some good bacteria. So is it a little bit like if you're doing weight training, Rowan, the only way to get bigger, much stronger muscles is to actually stress them out a little bit. And this is in effect what we're doing the immune system. We're going, hey, you're going to be uh, approached by bacteria everywhere. By just testing it a little bit, it's actually going to improve your immune system because it's getting stronger. Well, yeah, and actually, no, not at all. Okay, good. I'm glad we covered that off then. <laughs> okay. No, if you actually look at it, the bacteria are going to interact with viruses and other bacteria, and they're going to defend you because you're their host. Okay. So if you look at it, it's like having some soldiers outside your castle wall. Right, okay, okay. So... The next point is people often think it's going to be messy. It's going to be blood and guts when you feed him raw uh, and uh, running out of freezer space is another reason. <laughs> well, I was speaking to somebody much wiser than me the other day who pointed out that 100% of customers who bought a bigger freezer had enough freezer space. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> 100 quid, I think, gets you a big enough freezer for the week. Well, I, I, again, I was speaking to somebody and they said they bought one off eBay for a fiver, you know, yeah. so it's still cheaper to buy a bigger freezer than it is for one hour vet bill because we're not feeding our dogs correctly. So please, please, please just find space for a small chest freezer, be able to fit your dog's food in there. It's worth every penny. And hey, if we're forcing you to take out those pizzas and those frozen lasagnas, a, we're saving your life as well. I, I, no, I'm not going to worry if you complain it was about that. 
<laughs> so yeah, um, freezer space, and then basically people think it's a bit messy. That's the whole point, that's everything we do, is actually make it as simple for everybody to get a complete, balanced, mess-free meal, raw, to their dog. And the, and the meal's easy, it's, it's just like a mince, it's just like a mince you get from the supermarket, you just literally fork it out of the tub, into the, onto the feeding plate or the bowl, and it really isn't that difficult. And don't forget to put the juices on there. The juices has really good stuff in there as well. So include, so include those juices in, in the food. Oh, uh, Mark, it sounds like you're in some kind of wild kindergarten. What's going on in the background? Um, I'm actually at a famous franchise cafe. I won't mention the name. Um, okay. But it, it ends up with books and housing okay. universe in it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's where I am. So apologies if you enjoyed the chill okay. out uh, music in the background there. This way, this week from uh, Mythbusters brought to you all the way. So, uh, next reasons, we've covered bacteria and contamination. Ooh, on the contamination, I didn't mention, of course, the world's leading raw researcher has 90,000 years of dog feeding. How is that possible? I think it was seven and a half thousand dogs over 10 years or some, some equivalent, two cases. Two cases of contamination from raw feeding in 90,000 years. It's safer than crossing the street. Let's yeah, go on to the next one. Yeah, Mid exactly. Um, the next one is my dog is a problem eater. Now, often we find oh. this, but I think, I think people often panic. Now, in the, it, it's not often that animals like humans get to eat three times a day, is it? Really? I mean, in the wild, you just don't do it. Well, before we even go there, Mark, I mean, we've got a brilliant behaviourist, Caroline Spencer. She's pioneering this one, two, three scavenger method, or scavenger one, two, three. It's as simple as that. Fry a patty, throw it on the floor, let your dog feast and scavenge. It, the dogs, 90% of dogs, so nine out of 10 dogs, will move on to raw like that. The other... Nine, the, the other 99% will move with scavenger one, two, three method. And then for the, that literally the 1% of dogs who are a little bit resistant, you put, and just need some more TLC, you put bone broth on it, done. That, there is no reason whatsoever we can cover 100% of dogs with those three approaches, easy. And I often see the ones that I, I, you know, I've come across are either getting fed by the table, they're getting human food, they're getting treats in between. All these things are gonna stop your dogs eating the right food. Just like kids, my, my kids would eat crap all the time if I allowed them to do it. And you, I just have to be tough with them. And I'm not the best, you know, they just still get in there and get their crap. But really, it's, it's, it's just, they're a dog, you know, just be strict with it. You know, if they don't eat it, pick it up, put it in the freezer, in the fridge, back in the fridge and just don't feed them anything in between. They will start eating. Oh, they will, and they will relish it. Let's face it, dogs have got an amazing sense of smell. They've got a great sense of survival. They're, they're awesome scavengers. They will never starve themselves, but if you've been feeding them effectively on junk food, albeit with the best intentions, and there's no judgment, sometimes they need a little bit of coaching to move over but literally nine out of 10 dogs will move effortlessly. And that one dog out of 10, 99% of them move with scavenger one, two, three. We've got Absolutely. loads of videos. I mean, done, myth busted. Next, next one is expensive. Okay, 
this is this is funny because I look at it, it depends on what you call expensive. Yes, a Porsche is expensive, uh, and uh, so is a, 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 a Mini or a Skoda or a Fiesta. Um, if you just want to buy a bike, it depends on what you're comparing it to. So you know, if I want to buy pot noodles, I can get a pot noodle for you know forty pence, or I can get myself a roast chicken for four pounds. You know, it's, it's what you class as expensive. So it's a bit like with kibble. If you want to pay 22p a day for crappy food, food that's highly processed, poor ingredients, yeah, it's expensive compared to that, but it's far cheaper than the vet bill. So well, again, you know, it's, it's, it's what you're comparing it to and what your priority is to whether you think it's expensive to get real food. In terms of number of meals, and ingredient quality if you were to look at it the number of vitamins minerals etc in it it's more or less exactly the same or in some cases cheaper than the quality processed foods oh absolutely i mean i look at our pricing and i go wow we're way cheaper than uh, or much better value i should say than than a lot of the uh, the expensive brands out there are uncooked and so-called quality ones. So, oh, in terms of, if you're looking at fresh cooked, or if you're looking at uh, processed but the grain-free quality brands, holy moly, we're actually way cheaper, and that's without factoring in factoring in the differences that is going to make to insurance in the coming years, and the difference into your vet bill before we even talk about the health benefits. Oh, so, cheaper, another positive. What next? Yes. And the final one, I think uh, the main one, my dog is either too old or too young. Well, Trin, who uh, I put onto Raw full time when she was 11 years of age, she's a border collie. She looks better now at 15, coming on 15 and a half than what she did when she was 11. So, you know, I just don't buy into this dog. dog old. Also, I guess on the other side, puppies as well. Well, we shouldn't tell the wolves or the foxes or the other little beasties like that that they shouldn't feed their pups raw if we think you shouldn't feed puppies raw because that's what in the wild I'm going to stop there, I mean let's face it at what point is it appropriate in anybody's life cycle to feed them on junk food bingo so raw that's what dogs have evolved with that's what helps them thrive all of the science is coming out to support that all of the clinical evidence is coming out to support that. All the anecdotal evidence is coming out to support that. Trin being a case in point. At what point do people say, ooh, my dog's been to the vets for a thing. We need to feed them on burgers or ultra-processed food with carcinogens in. Never. Brilliant. So I think okay. we covered the five points there. Shall we just recap those, Mark? Bacteria and contamination myth busted your dog's bacteria is better on raw and they're not going to contaminate you they're more likely to protect you with a better immune system difficult to do or messy uh no uh i don't have in a freezer space 100 pounds a giant freezer can be yours my dog's a problem eater well we've seen 99 percent of dogs transform on either one or two methods throwing some bone broth we've got them all uh is that another myth busted there mark Absolutely. Expensive, turns out to be cheaper over the course of the year than quality, inverted commas, processed food, kibbles, wet or dry. And Too old, young or ill? Well, Mark, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, sir.